welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business, but also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Justin Ward. Justin's a VP commercial lender of the First National Bank of Waterloo, and we're going to talk all about how commercial lending can help you in your business finances and day-to-day operations. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Chris. I'm happy to be here. Good. It's a long time coming. I know. I know. Seen your rock star uh, people before. I mean, me we I had, had to, to we had to save like <laughs> you for like episode. Uh, I think it's gonna be 29. So you know, you explained it was the last episode of the year, and I I'm happy with that. Good. Take good. That good. Spot. Good, good. Um, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. This is maybe a loaded question, but um, well, I'm glad you asked. You don't have to start from day one. <laughs> You can if so, you want. I, I believe it was a Tuesday. Okay. It was right. a morning. <laughs> it was raining. Yeah, no. okay. Um, You're just no. describing today. Oh, that is? No. I'm Except for the Tuesday part. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you want to know about me? I'm an Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> not not a giant fan of spiders. Okay, cool. Who is. That's good. Um, 6'2", like long walks on the beach. Wait, is this your dating for? profile? This for? This isn't match. Oh, account. okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay. I, I live in O'Fallon okay. uh, with my wife um, and two twins. Oh, that's awesome. Um, they're both 11 years old. Uh, my wife is a um, self-employed entrepreneur. She owns her own business. So um, a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about, I actually get to see firsthand through uh, her experiences with running a business. That's cool. Um, I went to Belleville East High School and uh, Carbondale Woo. for college. Woo-hoo. Yeah, the Salukis um, yeah. in Belleville East. So uh, working in Swansea is is good because I'm still you know in that whole Same region. Area. You know? yep. So I've been in the area for I don't know over 25 years something wow. like that. So this is home. And you're only 21. How does that work? Negative years count. Uh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That makes sense. So that's me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, like I said in the intro, you're so you're in the commercial lending space. How long have you been in that? I forgot to touch on that. Um, I've been. Uh, in the commercial lending side of things, probably about six years. Okay. Um, recently, I just joined um, the team at First National Bank of Waterloo. Gotcha. Um, back in May, or before that, I was with another bank okay. for for several years. And, gotcha. Uh, you know, learn the ropes. That's cool. That stuff, yeah. That's awesome. So, what exactly is a commercial lender? Okay. And what do you do for business owners? I make it sound like it's more um, important than yeah, it actually is. You're a VP. Is. You're a big deal. VP, which means very important <laughs> no um so basically basically there's there's three kinds of lenders uh there's you know standard you know, banks have uh lending broken up three different classifications right. like your your mortgage lenders yep. the ones that are going to lend you on your house uh your personal lenders which are going to do your you know your auto loans home equity loans right. Things like that. And then there's commercial, which is me, uh, which only means all that means is I'm focused on how to make your business, um, how to meet their your lending needs for your okay. business. So that's all that that means. Um, I do that through um, 
whether it be a line of credit um, where you're bridging the gap between uh, when you purchase or manufacture something and when it actually sure. sells and you get that money in. Yep. Um, whether it be you know any kind of loan for a bigger space, you're tired of renting, you okay. want to refi an existing loan, et cetera. Okay, that's cool. So really helping people out on lending needs. It's almost like that's in the title of a commercial lender. Commercial it's lender close. lending money it's to close. help people. Yeah, no, that's it's good. Close. That's good. Um, so what are some different ways that you can kind of work with business owners and alleviate those stresses and issues they have? <clears throat> well, it's important to... Um, Forgot to mention at uh, at Carbondale, my background psychology, and and you would think, well, what the heck, how's that relate to banking? But um, you're basically a psychologist um, for business owners. Sometimes, no, sometimes no. Yeah. Um, but it has taught me um, that everything's different. Every th- every situation's different. Every person's different. Everybody's gotcha. differently motivated. Yep. Um, and things like that. So uh, the process begins uh, with listening, listening to the client. Um, Finding out what they're passionate about, finding yeah. out what what uh, keeps them up at night. Those are those are huge steps. If I right. just went in, I hadn't met Chris, and I said, "Hey, I got a product for you. This is going to be," right. and, and I didn't know what you what your goals were for the future. That yeah. would be doing you a disservice. So, right. um, so I like to uh, offer the business owner a um, an advocate, a sidekick, a cheerleader if you will right. so so once once i'm on your team it's kind of like a um i don't want to say growth um but <laughs> it's but it's like hard a... to get rid of me and i'm I'm actively <laughs> rooting for you and actively telling you you know i say i saw your linkedin post or i saw your yeah. facebook post you're doing awesome keep it up so um not only are you going to feel a lot more comfortable with me right i mean that's the psychological part of it but um how do we address those things that are keeping you up at night? Yeah. How do we, how do we, so if you're worried, for example, you're worried about, um, you're sick of just wasting all your money on rent space, you know, or let's talk about, you know, how much it would, what kind of mortgage you could afford with that rent. Right. Um, you're, you outgrew your current space. Let's talk about, you know, um, you yourself network a lot. Yeah. We know tons of people lean on right. us to find somebody that might have these other locations yeah. that we can get you and that might be better suited for your need. Um, you've got great revenue, you've got great receivables, but you have low um, working capital. Right. Talk to me. Yeah. You know, it's just you, these things, most of these things that are keeping you up at night, they don't have to. Right. You know, we and, can figure it out. We'll come up with a plan. And I think that's a big point, and that's why I kind of phrased the question the way I did because, you know, finances are the number one stressor in pretty much every business, right? One way, shape or form, finances are the biggest thing that keeps business owners up at night. Um, Personal finances, even to the next step of that. And usually if your business finances aren't good, your personal finances aren't good either, right? Um, They kind of go hand in hand. We talked about that before, but, you know, I think there are a lot of things that you can do in, in the industry, but you specifically can do for people to help deal with those things right right? like you said you shouldn't be worried about that right like even if your business is very much kind of you know i say paycheck to paycheck that every week it's like okay we covered payroll right and now our account's depleted and now we build it back up to do the same thing again in two weeks you know and you're slowly growing like doesn't need to be that stressful Right. right there's a lot of things that we can help with on the process side to help focus on those things but there's a lot of things you can do to help them out and give them kind of a cushion right. and a safety net that's like this isn't that big of a deal yeah maybe even take that away maybe take that part of it away like yeah 
knowing that there's a plan in action is better than worrying about it. Exactly. Right? So. You know, I mean, we do the same thing with people that have, you know, we've we've got a couple clients that have like credit card debt and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, we need to get this wiped out and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it's like, okay, now we have a plan. Like we sat right. down and we said, hey, if you can just pay this much, don't accumulate any new debt, right. you know, and just focus on this. Like, again, whether it's business or personal, right. just having that plan in place to say, hey, if you just do this every month, for the next 24 months, right. it's gone, and you can put it behind you. You've been carrying this for 18 years, right? Yep. Um, so there's a lot of different things that just – things don't always have to be the way that they are, right? Yeah. The trick is, you know, focusing on two inches in front of your face and yeah. the one mile down It is, it is. Time, like making you, sure that two inches is leading towards – Yeah, <laughs> yep. Because it's like, yeah, you want to do this, but that's going to hurt you long-term, right. but or you're focused long-term, but, like, you can't do it in the sh- – like, so you do have to, you know, and that's that's what I like about knowing somebody like you that can kind of look at those things, right? And you say, like me, man? Well, <laughs> oh, man, I did just publicly admit that. Um, this is awkward now. Um, well, yeah, I guess I do like you now. So, um, but, no, I mean, it's good to know people that, you know, can really get in and kind of help, help people through those stressful situations. So – um, what's three common mistakes you see business owners make when it comes to their commercial lending needs? Okay. So three common <laughs> mistakes. I, I'm all fairness. You did give me these questions ahead of time. I did. So these are not off the top of my head. I just want to be honest. I'm not that, you know, quick. Um, <laughs> the know. first one, <laughs> the first one would be not seeing the big picture. We just okay. talked about look, focusing on, you know, the steps, yep. you know, the small steps in front of your face, like pay off this credit card, be disciplined, all that stuff. But you need to zoom out every once in a while and see how that's affecting your five-year plan as well or your 10-year plan. Wait, people are supposed to have those? It doesn't hurt. No, okay. It does not hurt. Okay. So, Just make it sure. So my, how that relates to me is everybody loves to pay taxes. Wait, nobody loves to pay taxes. Sorry, I got that wrong. Really? Now. I love it. It's my favorite time <laughs> so, of year. So I have seen some, let's just say, you know, top line figures that are, you know, in the millions. And then, you know, at the bottom line, you know, there's been some, you know, quite a bit of um, advanced depreciation. Right. You know, things like that that make it look like the net income was close to nothing. Right. Um, That's great. You didn't pay taxes on that business. You you avoided $10,000 worth of taxes, but you also avoided the ability to do a loan this year. Right. Unfortunately, so so working with your trusted advisors to kind of figure out your plan, what you're going to need in the next few years is is huge. That's awesome. Um, second one, falling in love. Um, this one re- relates to commercial real estate purchasing. Okay, maybe investment property. Um, falling in love with the property. Um, you there's a shiny piece of real estate at the end of your corner. You drive by it every day, and you're like, oh, if that had, if I could say that was mine. You know, people would, you know, respect or whatever. But the return on that, it's going to take you 100 years to make back that money that you put into it, maybe. So you should fall in love with the uh, with the return, not the uh, not the property. That's a good point. Um, Expanding too quickly is my third one. Okay, Um, And that means so we have all kinds of criteria criteria to do a loan. Right. Um, obviously, there's credit. There's you know, there's collateral. There's right. there's the the C's and stuff. But uh, um, the biggest thing, so the collateral, for example, if if you have twenty percent down, you yeah. can probably buy a lot of real estate property. Um, but does that mean you should? Um, right. Is that going to take every last penny that you have yeah. um, to 
to you know put that down payment on because what then what we what happened in um march in 2020 i can't remember i think mm-hmm. there was like some kind of covid something yeah i don't know it, it sounds I don't know. not ringing it's a, a bell. vague memory so far behind us but basically um a lot of people found out that they um maybe weren't like their tenants their business was no longer valid nobody wanted to come do what their tenant was offering yep. so can you support that loan for three months six months a year right if you're not getting paid so that's why we we focus on here's what you put in what are you going to have after that yep. right so that's that's my third biggest okay one. no that's good i like that um you know i think there's so many there's so many routes we could go with with all three of those but I'm happy to do um you're paying me by the doubt uh, by the word no, no, because I know you like to talk. I would never do that. Um, but no, I, I think the the growth thing is, is kind of important to hit on, right, is you see a lot of people that they want to grow their business. Mm-hmm. And I just had a conversation with a gentleman earlier out in California, um, and we had a little break here today, and we were talking about that, and, and he took this steady, slow growth over time, started his painting mm-hmm. company, I think he said in 1986, and they're at two and a half, three million dollars this year. And his goal is to get it to five million in the next five to 10 years. Right. Um, and I was like, man, I was like, I really respect that. And right. I said, because I see a lot of people that try to go from 200,000 to 500,000, a million, like, and they try to get to five million in five years. Right. Right. Um, and usually that requires a lot of lending, um, which usually comes with risk and if they're Mm -hmm. growing that quick they probably don't have their systems and processes in place to grow that quick some some might right Um, infrastructure might not be there exactly you know you have to have the foundation and the infrastructure there to be able to grow quickly Mm -hmm. um the other point i want to hit on is you mentioned about the net income thing right Mm -hmm. i know you see that more than you want to see it Uh, i hear about it more than i want to see it and hear about it right um, and we've we've talked about this numerous times on, on a lot of different episodes. So somebody that's been listening all seasons, like Chris, we shut up and move on, and I'm not going to. So um, just for the one person, this is the first time you're hearing this. But uh, but you know, it, again, nobody wants to pay taxes. Like I was joking when I said it's my favorite time of year. I'll take Christmas over <laughs> Uncle Sam season any day. But okay. um, but you know, a lot of people shoot themselves in their foot. They're oh, so yeah. adamant on not paying for taxes. Both feet. And I, yeah, no joke. And then they can't walk. Um, but they, they're so adamant to not pay taxes. And I really think a lot of that stems because they aren't prepared to pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. I've talked a lot about being proactive versus reactive on, on here and being proactive, setting money aside for your quarterly payments, your end of the year tax payment, all those things. And I think people freak out when they get to this time of year, you know, November, December time. And they're like, oh my gosh. I haven't prepared for taxes. Well, I'm going to write off everything I can under the sun. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, okay. In the short term, if it's legitimate write offs, obviously Um, you can't buy a Lamborghini and write it off as, you know, a estimating car, elite business. Yeah. I don't, I someday, but, um, but you know, in, so they shoot themselves in the foot for business loans, but also for mortgages in yeah. anything else you might need it for, right? Absolutely. Um, and so we see that a lot with people. And I, I always stress, like, be think down the road. Like, I don't want to pay more in taxes than I have to. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do because that's how the game works. Right. Um, to piggyback off of that, um, I see a lot of um, Dave Ramsey yep. graduates um, that are super advert. They, 
the idea of a loan, it's almost like they're getting hit when they think about it, right? Yeah. Like so they're they're conditioned to like throw up when they hear yeah. the word debt or or loan. Right. But, uh, um, those things actually show us the bank. Yeah. How well you pay your loans, yep. right? So, right. so without again, those it's part things, of the game. Like, right, that's how it works. I say it, game, so. but like that's just how it works, right? right? No, and, and yeah, and it's so you'll see people with um, six sixty credit scores or something. And that's it's, that's marginal. I'm not saying that's bad or anything. I'm just right. saying that's what's come out of it because they've only had one credit card for the past twenty five years or something, and yep. it's rarely ever held a balance or yep. anything like that. So it's it's hard to get the um to that a tier pricing yeah. right when you're uh when you're yeah when you're kind of handicapping yourself no, a little no, bit I'm, I'm and on the, on, on the business side too they'll hold on to um um some of the old adage was you know if, if i want something i'll pay cash for it right. i'll pay cash um I'm like okay you don't have cash for that and your business right. needs this for example you know 20 automatic milking machines for your farm or whatever right. like that how much money could you make how much more milk could you produce if it's all automated yep and they're like well we just can't afford it right now i'm like okay that's fine yeah. you I also can't afford issues, not yeah. to have it right but yeah no the and opportunity that's, cost is, is, well, is steep and that's uh yeah anyways we go down a whole different nope. rabbit hole with that so um so you mentioned one time at one of our networking groups like Never. you said we do a lot of networking events and fun groups with people in the community. And uh, you mentioned one time about refinancing previous debt to help with cash flow and save on interest. Yeah. Elaborate about that a little bit, right? So when we're recording this, interest rates are on the lower side of where things tend to be oh, sometimes. As far as as far as um, recent history goes, I would say, so we'll start with the prime rate. Yeah. Prime rate right now is something that I can quote without you know having to... Um, do any disclaimers yeah. or anything like that but 3.25 is is the prime rate you know mm. across the board prime means you know your best customers or or whatever yeah. or somewhere around there now you know you could, there's situations above and below so i won't get into particulars but yes what i'm trying to say is they're really good yeah uh rates uh rates on loans are really good right now um and um sorry that light is killing um what i wanted what i meant with the um alleviating the cash flow um, or helping the cash flow, alleviating your um, some of your debt service, um, we all start somewhere. Right. We all, we all start, we all, every one of us gets a first loan. Yeah. Right? So when that first loan is to get something and you don't have any kind of credit history with your, with your business, right. it's harder. It's yeah. harder, right? So, so the pricing on a commercial loan is risk base. It's right. all risk based. Oh, it has right? to be, so, right? So there's there's different kinds of risks. There's the industry you're in, whether it's a hey, I wanna open a uh a shooting range in the middle of right. a mall or something like that. That's <laughs> that's risky. Yeah. Uh, but um also there's, you know, the risk of I've never ran a business before. That's yep. a huge one, right? So so to alleviate to make it look better for the bank or to, to help the bank feel better about it, they're gonna risk price it. Yep. Right. So that might add hundred basis points or a percentage point yeah um, two or more maybe more maybe 150 or something maybe something similar to the SBA rates um, but what I what I stress and what I want to restress is that you find a partner that's gonna look out for you and notice when you're when you're when you're hitting these 
hurdles when you're going over when you're hitting certain milestones where you're you deserve to be rewarded so right. when you're when your loan comes due um a lot of times the situation is they were there for me they, they helped me out yeah. at first i'm just going to trust what they say but you want to get somebody that's also going to look out for you and right. make sure that you're getting the pricing that you deserve on that yep. one so so if you don't have that a different an outside opinion is always good yeah now it doesn't have to be me right it could be somebody who says hey what are the, you it could be me right <laughs> you could come and say hey selfishly you want it I've to been be paying you it nonstop. Yeah. my business is through the roof they're offering me similar terms when we started what can you do right and a very at very worst you can go and say hey this bank down the road yep. you know i trust them i like them can you meet match that at yeah. the very least? Yep. So that's no, that's, that's a good point. Well, and and when you said that that day, it kind of like shed a light. So you know, I always had the perspective commercial lending for equipment and you know, line of credits and all the stuff you mentioned earlier. And when you said that about the refinance today, I was like, that's actually like another piece of it that I isn't on the forefront of my mind a lot, I guess, you know, sure. and what we do with clients and, and different things about if you're in a spot that you can refinance because rates are lower now than they were five years ago or whatever the time frame One, was. Yeah. Like you said, you know, maybe you've established credit over that time. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many factors that go into it, you know, and, and I always tell people like, don't always do the refinance where it pushes your loan out another five years or something. Right. right. I mean, if you have to, you have to, if it frees you up your cash to, flow, sure. if you need other stuff, again, there's so many variables that go into it. Um, but it's worth talking to somebody about and just say, Hey, does it make sense for me to look into refinancing this and, you know, check into it, run the numbers and see if yeah. you need to alleviate some cash flow, if you can save money on interest, um, if you can shorten the length of your loan or, you know, if you need to extend it out a little bit, like you have options in that. So when Absolutely. you said that that day, I, I've probably heard you say it before, but it just kind of like clicked with me. That was like, that's something that needs to be addressed. Um, yeah. And I knew we were recording this, so it worked out perfect. <laughs> so, like everything else, though, I do I do warn everybody to you know to know what that means. I mean, oh, absolutely. When you refinance, sometimes there are terms that you agree to with the you know maybe part of the deal that your first banker gave you was, hey, I'm going to get you in there. You know, there's not many options you have. I, I hate to say that, but somebody's yeah. going to do that first loan. We're we're going to require a prepayment penalty or a refinance penalty yep. for so many taking years. a chance on yeah. you right so yep. so make sure you understand what that cost is yeah. and i mean a lot of times like i said with the rate that is now it'll offset right pretty quickly even if you so, it, yeah so but uh yeah go in eyes wide open and, and somebody a good responsible banker is going to ask you that do right. you have a prepay kind of thing or yep. a refund it nope that's good um so you work with you know existing business owners new business owners a little bit of everybody um uh, what what if i'm buying a business okay can that, i get a loan to buy somebody else's business it depends okay. it depends that's that's I always joke that that's a lawyer's answer, um, an accountant's <laughs> answer, and a banker's answer to yes. everything. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Um, What's the situation? So, yes, I have worked with businesses at most stages of life in their business, right? Okay. Um, purchasing a business can be tricky because what are we purchasing? Right. What are we purchasing? Are we purchasing equipment? Are we purchasing real estate? Are we purchasing you know, inventory? Yeah. But, yeah, you just said the big word. Goodwill or blue skies, yep. you know, it's commonly referred to as that's not a tangible. Right. We can't be like, hey, that book of business is worth. I mean, in your industry, like um, insurance agents, they know what a book of business is worth. Yeah. But I can't, uh, if, you yeah. know, I can't hold that as collateral. Right. right. 
So it's um, easier with companies that do like lawn care and insurance that have like repeat business and you can kind of say, okay, 80%, we expect 80% or whatever to stick with it. Like it's a little easier. You, it's, 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 it's still not easy. It's easier on the buyer's side. Like yeah. if you know what you're getting and, right. and you know, those rules of thumb and everything, right. that's great. But I mean, so if the loan is under collateralized, what that means is there's not enough collateral there to cover the, the size of the yeah. loan. Um, there are enhancements. There's, um, there's options. Yeah, there's definitely there's SBA options, which you know have been also historically good. Right now, they've been doing some some different fee structures and things like that, cool. and up in limits and things. So I mean, right. there you can get it, um, and if you have other collateral at home, that you know that's why um, another one of these questions is we'll get to this, but um, that's probably my step one is to, is to talk to some people before you you just you know, just. Let's let's look at some options. Yeah. Let's lay it all out, get there together. Yep. No, that's good. So let's just say I'm starting a new business and I'm going to need a loan because I'm okay. going to open a coffee shop or a shooting range in a mall, apparently. Um, no, I'm getting on it's that. It's risky. Yeah. I've, this, I've heard. I've heard. Um, you know, what? Do, it, let's just say I'm starting a business and I'm going to need a loan, whatever it is. Um, what do I need to have put together before I come meet with somebody like you? What should I meet you beforehand? So I know what I need to put together. Like, do you help walk people through the process? Like, all right, you know, give me the 30,000 foot overview. (laughs) So there's several things that you're going to need to start a business. Right. Um, and they're all, I would say one, a one B one C kind of thing. We're all, we're all kind of lumped in the same thing. We need a, um, you need an entity, you need a business itself. So, so talk to a lawyer, like, you know, Phil Spiker yep. or, you know, somebody like that. I'm sure you're a friend of the show, right? Yeah, he's been on here before. <laughs> he's been on here. Talk to a lawyer like that to help you get that entity set up and advise you on the pros and cons of right. how you're doing it, right? Um, two, I've recommended a, um, a person named Joanne DiMaggio. Yeah, the small business. On? She is with not, the, no, small okay, business With the SBDC center. at SIUE. They the do best an awesome SIUE, job. by the way. Huh? The best SIU, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh I'm, I'm not done. I'm leaving. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just saying. Go Salukis. Edwards is better than Carbondale. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, once these lies are, you know, yeah. over with. Um, Joanne so is – So get an entity. She's got a group of people that will help you with what I think is the best exercise before applying for a loan, and that's your business plan. Yep. You need to know, you know – is this a viable business? Right. Are we expecting to get a million customers a year in an area that has 20,000 people that live there? Um, how are you forecasting, right? Yeah, unless you you're providing to... water, I don't think that's a good option. Right, so. probably not. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so the business plan is right there at the top of the list. Okay. And then what I would do is have a, like call somebody like myself yeah. and say, hey, um, what do I need? Like you just asked. Yeah. Kind of and start then the process a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people have things that they don't know about that can be collateral, like um, life insurance that has cash redemption value, gotcha. or a dog, um, lots of real estate, oh, or you know, okay. houses that are paid off, things like that that could help bridge that gap where we wouldn't necessarily have to do the right. SBA route. Startups normally we'd want to go with some yeah, extra enhancements, that makes but. Sense. Um, yeah, but so basically, let's start that conversation before I make you say, "Hey, just go to the SBA website, print up this application." Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's uh, let's go through the 
47 pages. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, talk well, to me first, and we'll see what, uh, what avenues to go. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Cool. Those three. Get a, get a business plan. Entity. Get an attorney to yep. help you with the entity, and then you cool. know, come see me. I like that. Well, and that's I'm glad you said that about the business plan because, you know, in that is the, you know, projections, right, and yeah. the cash flow and just all those different things that I – slightly nerd out over um but i think it's important do you do bi- help with business yeah plans? we will absolutely okay so well don't worry about the um uh, yeah no, you can do both you can yeah. use both yeah exactly no you're fine <laughs> um no yeah we will help with people with business plans and stuff yeah. it's not something we do every day but we can absolutely help people with it but um you know i the business plan theory is really just collecting all your thoughts in a spot right like i tell people i'm like you almost should write a business plan every year like right it doesn't have to be a full-blown one Right. Right. But like, again, November, December is a great time to start looking forward to next year and just go through and and at least, you know, if you're not applying for a loan, obviously, like go through and just think through like, okay, how are we going to market to get from here to where we want to be at the end of December next year in 2022? Mm -hmm. Right. What's our sales process? What's this? What's this? What's our rough income projections? What's Mm -hmm. our revenue? Like, I think you should do that again. It can be a very watered down business plan for that purpose. Uh, But obviously for what you're talking about, it needs to be a little more in depth than that, but it's it's a starting place to formulate your thoughts. To, like you said, is it a viable business? Right. Like if you're gonna put a coffee shop like literally next door to Starbucks, I'm not saying it's not gonna work, right. but you know there's competition right there. So, right. Um, you know, there's just you have to think through those things and see and make sure it's a viable option. So, it's good to know. Exactly. Um, well, what's what's one final piece of advice uh, that you have for small business owners listening to this? This uh, this was kind of one of the hardest. I can't come up with one. Oh yeah, I can come up with several. Okay, surprise, I'm surprise. I'm, I can't come down with one. That's okay. Um, I still like you. Since thanks. I've already got that out there, thanks. I might as well just run thanks. with it now. So. It's getting awkward now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, put yourself out there. Okay. Um, and by that, I mean connect with people um chris you've you've been at networking events and things like that just um the the hardest steps the first step get there everybody's gonna be interested in what you do right right that's that's the first first step right there people love to root for the underdog yeah people love to learn about other people's passions at least i'm speaking for myself at least no you're spot on with that but i mean we don't do business well I don't do business with companies. Right. I don't know Jeff Bezos. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I can't even think of other, you know, company people. But yeah. um, we do business with people we know and we like, respect, yep. hopefully. And we we want to see ourselves be a, this tiny piece of their success, yeah. right? No, absolutely. Um, so that's uh, number two, lean on your network. That's if, good If one. you're having a hard time, like, don't, don't. I mean, the phone book's fine, but but I'd prefer you say, "Hey, do you know any good lawyers right. that I could should go talk to?" Yeah, you'll well, say, you know, yeah, yeah, talk talk to somebody that yeah. is out networking in the community, right. right? Like, I know I can think of three attorneys. I know you probably can think yeah. of three to seven off the top of your head right now that yep. you know, like talk shout to people. To a couple. Shout out to. Uh, Carol and Colin, those are some good attorneys. Those too. were the other two I was thinking of in addition to <laughs> Phil. So this this got weird. Uh, this is also what happens when you network in the same yeah, group right. of people too. But uh, but no, I mean I, I like that. Lean on your network. That's good. Lean on that network. Somebody ask. will know somebody. Yeah, always. Absolutely. Um, and then you know return the favor for sure. Yeah. I mean, if they ask you for somebody, you know you're you're a valuable 
tool to them, you know. Yep. Not calling you a tool, Chris, but like <laughs> just <laughs> saying if you referred me My wife to somebody might argue with that, but... and I did a great job and they have a success and they got a business loan because of it, yeah. You're part of their story, right? right? So um last thing, ask for referrals, right? Yes. So you did a good job, say hey. I'm happy that you're happy. Is there anybody else that you think I could make this happy, right? right. You're a rock star. Just, you know, own it, right? Yeah. That's like all. It. That's all. Justin, do you know anybody that needs a business advisor? No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, you said ask for well, referrals, so. I said, I, okay. I don't know if, I wasn't looking at you when I said you're a rock oh. star. Oh, is that why you drifted <laughs> off and looked over that direction? That makes a lot of sense now. So I got you some. I'll get um, you some. But no, all th- those are great pieces of advice. That's I always love to just try to get people's perspective. Like, hey, if there's one thing or four that you could leave with business owners, like just kind of summarize things. You know, I think it's good to know. Like, Dude, I've been called a uh, a tall Yoda. <laughs> have you no i didn't think make so. it stick though i didn't think so but it was worth the worth the effort so um well i appreciate you taking time to come record this it's been course, fun um i appreciate what you do for the business community um you are a wealth of knowledge as much as it hurts me to say that a little bit but it's true it's true you are um and you you were definitely somebody that is very well connected throughout you know the all these different industries so don't i encourage anybody if you have questions especially here in the st louis area yeah reach out to justin um go ahead and plug yourself how, how can people get a hold of you if they have questions they want to talk more maybe they might need something um how can they get a hold of you well i have a presence on linkedin mm-hmm. and uh, facebook messenger you could do that also i mean best route would be to email me cool uh to, uh, J Ward at fnbwaterloo.bank, okay. which is unique. I'll put that in the show bank. notes. I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, so. um, put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, also called the podcast description in case you don't know okay. what show notes are. Okay. So I, I am a noob okay. to this. So. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, anything, yeah, reach out to me via email. Perfect. Um, or call Chris. Yeah. Call somebody I'll that knows connect Chris. And, yeah, well, I'm easy to hold of so. yeah call me first since you pay me hefty for referrals. exactly no, i'm exactly. kidding I'm it's kidding. a uh, it's a very wealthy... i probably shouldn't even joke about that but you know <laughs> um but no anyways i like i said hey, i appreciate i appreciate well, your insight with everything save your appreciation okay because i've got some trivia for you oh boy some fun trivia i knew we weren't getting and i'm this. completely ripping this off of a podcast that okay I to. all right called 10 questions so i even gave the podcast a, a shout okay out. there you go so it's okay, okay. All right. so so the the theme of the podcast is that they ask a question yeah that the answer is somehow it might be a stretch but it's somehow related to you okay okay all right five questions i, I cut right. it in half so okay. i'm not doing Perfect. 10 all right because cool. i knew you're looking at your watch and everything yeah. all right first question yes all right ready yeah well actually i'll let you pick do you want literature geography <laughs> Y'all are about to see how stupid I want? am. <laughs> what do you, um, how about how about this one? This one I'll I'll start this off. All it's right. a it's an easy one. Perfect. What town has the world's largest ketchup bottle? Oh, Collinsville, Illinois. Collinsville, and I ask you that because I'm from Collinsville. Collinsville guy, Kayhawk. I love yourself. it. So, what uh, in Collinsville? Um, in any of your schools, where did any of your teachers uh, spark this? Uh, business advisor Man, um no i i honestly i feel like that's more of a college thing all right more so i knew oh, I, had, I had a couple of teachers that were involved kind of in the consulting world and kind of what they did one on the accounting side one on the actual business advising side okay. so 
Uh, again, not a, another plug about why SAUE is better than Carbondale, but, um, you know, here we are. So Okay. Okay. Next one. There's a literature question. Okay, cool. Kind of. What, what steamy novel written by E.L. James in 2011 became a successful movie series? <laughs> literature is not my forte. No, it's, it's huge. Like, successful movie series. It was like an ad- adult book kind of thing, not like... I'm going to say Fifty Shades you of Grey. You are correct. Okay. I'm... And how does that relate to Chris? I know it's your favorite book. No, <laughs> because I used to make that joke in the painting world. You did? Anyway. That's, that's, that's what I was yeah. going to say. It was, was a it painting really? joke. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a, um, that's what the book's about, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all okay. the different colors are of paint in Are there Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, dude, there's like a 450 Shades okay, of Grey. So, okay, there's room for more. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's more coming. <laughs> no, I used to make that joke when somebody would say something about like no, no. whatever. And for I'd the always... record, I made the joke first. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Continue. Go on to question number three. What seasoning do you normally find on the rim of a margarita glass? Salt. Salt. And why do I ask you about salt? Because that's one of our networking groups. That's one of our networking groups. St. Clair area linked together. Yep. It's one of the first times I met Chris. It was. uh, Old-fashioned buddies later. Old fashions. Not because we're old-fashioned because we like bourbons. Rest in peace, O'Fallon, 1818 Chops House. They had the best. Okay. So I'm trying to power through these. I like it. Um, What was the name of the mega power ballad performed by Extreme in 1990? Extreme. Yeah. Um, I'm going to phone a friend on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea, but I feel like I should. That's funny. I mean, I'm older than you, right? Yeah. So it's, it's uh, more than words, ah. and more is obviously. I like that. That was yeah. okay. That was clever. Sneaky. That sneaky. was clever. Okay. I think that might be. Uh, oh no! One last one. Okay. Number five. What Xbox controller has an MSRP of one hundred and fifty dollars? It's a name of an Xbox controller. The Hello Kitty Xbox controller. Mm, the Elite Series. Really? And why? Elite Business Advisors. There it is. I like what you did there. I like what you did there. That that was one of the most fun closings I've ever done on a show. So thanks for throwing that at me. I appreciate that. I like it. You you said you had something up your sleeve. I was trying to dodge it, but I'm glad that you. Nope. I'm glad you powered through. <laughs> I apologize. If no, it was, it was so good. It was a great way to wrap up. Actually, rises second to last episode this year, but it was a great way to wrap up. So what am I? You saved the second best for second to last. Is that what? Sure. Yes. Yes, I did. Shout out to Crystal. Gotcha. Saving that one's in last. So, anyways, um, thanks again for being here. Thanks for putting that little five question thing together. That yeah. was fun. I'm gonna have to do some more of that. It's you asked of- me about rapid fire, and I see where you're going with that now. So it's a lot of fun. I, I it was good. I thought about doing you know some quick ones, and if you wanted to, we could be here all day. But let's, yeah. you know, that's good. We won't do that to everybody else. So no. sounds good. Thanks for being here, Justin. Yeah. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.